The Pleasure Project with Donna Scogland, episode 92. The other day I was walking and I was stewing. I was thinking about someone who had booked a call with me and didn't show. And I was just in my mind spinning about how it's so disrespectful and just making loops in my mind over thinking this and just making myself angrier and angrier and angrier. And then I, you know, as I'm walking, I noticed a thought that popped into my head about an incident with my son where he was bullied. And then I just took a moment. I stepped out of my brain and I was like, oh my gosh, my brain is in anger. And now it's just looking for other things to be angry about. And I was thinking about the Ayurvedic principle, and this is one of the main principles of Ayurveda, and that is like increases like and opposites balance. And I was thinking about how this is what was happening with my emotions and like increases like, meaning when I'm in anger, my brain is going to look for more things to be angry about. It's going to find more thoughts that create the emotion of anger. And the opposite is also true when I'm feeling good, when I'm having a good day and I'm in a lot of positive emotions, my, my mind will just continue to look for things to feel good about. And this is why it is so important that one, we have awareness of this and what kind of the, the reason why I want to share this is because as I was walking, I was able to, to catch it in the moment and notice how this incident that was happened, you know, weeks, maybe even months ago was just like, it was just so odd to me that my brain looked for that and found that and brought that up at a time where, you know, had nothing to do with what I was doing, you know, in the moment or what was happening in my life. But it was just like, my brain was just had the glasses of anger and was looking for more anger. And when we don't catch ourselves, when we aren't able to see that this is what our brain is doing, and when we're just reacting to our thoughts and our feelings, then we can't stop it. We can't change it. And then we can sit and, and stew in an unpleasant emotion for hours, maybe days, maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe even years. So one of the things that I teach my clients and the thing that I've been practicing a lot this year in the last few years is being able to be more aware of my emotions and then process my emotions. When you do not process your emotions, you do a few different things. One, you might distract from them. You might try to escape and numb them. And common ways we do that is through eating, drinking, grabbing our phone, distracting, shopping, getting on the computer, going on the internet, uh, even working, cleaning. I mean, there's so many ways that we do this. But when we're doing that, we're not actually processing an emotion. We're just pressing pause on it. We're just taking a quick little break from it, doing something else, something that feels better in that moment, something that gives us a nice hit of dopamine. But then inevitably that comes back because we haven't actually moved through it. And what you resist persists. And what you distract from is only temporary. And often those ways of distracting just create more problems for ourselves. And I've talked about this lots. And so being able to catch yourself in the moment, notice, okay, I'm feeling anger. 
that's step one, simply just being able to identify the emotion that you're experiencing and also have the recognition and the knowledge that you are also the one creating it. So I knew I was creating anger by the way I was thinking and by what I was focusing on. And then you can bring in so many different tools for processing emotions. And there can be simple things like what I do is just taking a moment to feel the emotion in my body, getting out of my brain, feeling the different sensations and vibrations. And there's also so many other tools. And, you know, I think it's great to have a, a toolbox of these different ways of being able to move through an emotion. And these emotions are just 90 second waves of biochemicals moving through your body. Each thought creates one of these 90 second waves. And by interrupting and the, the thought pattern and, and, you know, not letting your mind kind of spin in thoughts and narratives and stories, which just keep you stuck and then keep your brain looking for more and more reasons to feel that way, you stop it, you shift your focus into the processing exercise, whatever it is that you do. And, you know, again, this is, there's so many different ways. I think it's really important to find something that works for you and to try different ones and maybe have different ones that you use for different times. Sometimes for me, it's deep breaths. Sometimes I do what's called the VU breath. Sometimes it's more of a body awareness, uh, like a body scan. There's different exercises you can do with your visual focus. So your eyes, again, our, our bodies, when we go into an emotional response, especially, uh, you know, our nervous system gets activated. Maybe we go into somewhat of a stress response. There's different things that our body does. So one of the things our bodies do our eyes do is to narrow the focus and think about, you know, way back thousands of years ago, when we are in a stress response caused by, let's say a wild animal, we have to focus, we have to be able to figure out how to get out of the situation. So it's like almost like the blinders go on. And so one thing you can do with your visual awareness is to expand your visual awareness into the periphery. So you, instead of having this kind of laser focus with your eyes on one singular point in front of you, you actually soften the gaze and you allow your gaze to take in, you, you allow your vision to take in everything in your environment. And that is one of just the very simple ways that you can actually move out of a stress response and into a relaxation response by turning on your parasympathetic nervous system. You can do things like tapping. You can do things like shaking your body or doing some sort of movement. You can journal and actually like talk through, you can write through or talk through so many things. So you, the point is you want to do something where it's an actual, it's, it's like an, a very actionable thing that you are doing to process that emotion. You are saying, okay, I'm going to address this emotion in whatever way I want to in this moment so that I'm not perpetuating it. And I don't keep letting my brain just go off in the direction of this emotion and continue to reinforce it over and over and over again. And obviously we all want to feel better. That's how we're wired as humans. 
we don't want to be in those negative emotions, in anger, in stress, in anxiety. So once you've moved through an emotion, then it's about being deliberate about what you want to focus on and what you want to think about. And we have the power as humans to choose what we focus on and to choose what words and sentences we tell ourselves in our brain. And it's really important that we tell ourselves things that feel good, that empower us, that make us feel stronger, better, happier, more joyful, more pleasurable. And sometimes it takes a little bit of effort to do that, but it's so worth it. And it literally can become a habit. Anger can be ha become a habit. Anxiety can become a habit, but also pleasure. Pleasure can be a habit. And that is one of the main things we are going to do in the Pleasure Project program is really wire in more pleasurable emotional habits. And our brain, every thought creates a neural pathway in our brain. And the more we reinforce certain thoughts, the more those become our default patterns. And it's I think of it as like a super highway in your brain. And so if you've been practicing anger and thoughts that create anger, that becomes a super highway in your brain that you will default to. The same is true for if you practice gratitude or if you practice love or if you practice abundance, that becomes a super highway. And however you are feeling leads to how you show up and the behaviors and the choices and the actions you take. And that's what creates your results in life. So this is so important. Emotional mastery is the most valuable skill that you can develop and master. And that is a big part of what we're doing in the Pleasure Project program. So the doors are open. You can apply right now. The link is in the show notes. And it's really about mastering your mind, being able to be intentional about how you want to wire your brain, how you want to program your brain in a way that serves you, that creates more abundance, more love, more success, and more health. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out and I will talk to you soon.